But trade fairs do play a very, very important role in an industrial context. Um, one should not forget about that. And, um, and we find customers there that do not have this active need at the moment, but who get very surprised um, when they see our solution. And then you engage in a discussion um, how we could help them. And this is very valuable. Project A. Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Project A podcast. I'm Andreas, and since this is the first time me hosting this podcast, allow me to introduce myself quickly. So I'm with Project A since uh, four and a half years ago, always on the investment side, now as a principal out of Stockholm, and I cover mainly two things. One is I cover the Nordics as a generalist, and the second thing is I cover all things industrial as a specialist. Um, yeah, I studied industrial engineering and I love to go back to my roots, obviously. And we have made two investments in the overall industrial space. One is Micropsy in Berlin, an industrial robotics control system. And the other one is LaserHub. And we're focusing today on LaserHub because I'm right now in the industrial heartland of Germany, the capital of Feinstaub Alarm, Stuttgart. And uh, with me on the show, on the podcast, is Adrian Reit, CEO and co-founder of LaserHub. Welcome and thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you very much, Andy, for having me here. Um, and thank you very much for the nice introduction. Um, yeah, just quickly want to introduce myself. Um, my name is Adrian. I'm um, CEO and one of the three co-founders of LaserHub. Um, in my in my role, I'm primarily responsible for our supply chain management, uh, for finance, and of course, several corporate and strategic issues. Yes, and investor relations. So you have to deal with me here. Of course, <laughs> of course. So uh, before we dive deeper into LaserHub, before we embark on this journey down the rabbit hole of sheet metal or Blech in German. Um, let's quickly talk about your personal backgrounds, because I think that's quite unique, especially for, for startup founders. So you've been working nine years at Trumpf, uh, one of the leading industrial German machinery corporates, and you've made the leap uh, to go out and found your own startup. So what was the rationale? What was the reasoning behind that? Yeah, indeed. Um, I, I worked for nine years for Trump, which is the world market leader for um, industrial laser technology and especially machines for sheet metal, um, for producing sheet metal parts. And during that time, um, we had a drastic increase in machine productivity. So actually the machines uh, got faster and faster because laser technology developed um, in, at a tremendous rate. And during that time, I realized one thing. Um, so on, on the one hand side, as I said, um, more productive machines. On the other hand side, this productivity could often not be, um, not be used in practice on the shop floor because the surrounding environment um, did not cope um, with this speed. And the main reason for that was actually that the interface between customers and suppliers um, got stuck, I would say, in the 90s, um, which means that kind of customers send requests by emails, um, they completely get unstructured to the producers, they have to, um, to prepare quotes, which is a highly manual, highly inefficient process. And, um, and in the end, the conversion rate of kind of requests to orders is also fairly low. 
And mm -hmm. so what you have in practice is um, highly efficient machines. I often say Ferraris on the shop floor that you cannot drive um, the way you would drive a Ferrari just because the environment um, does not allow you to do that. And and that made me realize that there is a really big issue in this industry. Um, I have to say that it's a highly fragmented industry with more than 4,000 producers in Germany alone. And um, then the idea quickly emerged that um, a, a platform solution, um, a managed platform, vertically integrated platform, could really um, lead to huge productivity increases in this industry. And that led me finally, well, quit the safe harbor of Trump and found my own business. That's very cool. I think we, we need more of these stories uh, in, in Germany, especially in industrial. Um, so let us uh, quickly talk about Laser Hub. So we at Project A, we invested in spring this year, so spring 2019. Um, please, uh, I'm, I keep forgetting, please remind me and of course our listeners, uh, what is actually Laser Hub and maybe walk through the process uh, of ordering sheet metal parts. Yeah, basically uh, Laser Hub is um, a platform for the procurement of uh, customized metal parts. Um, so it's purely B2B and actually um, customers upload their files at LaserHub. Um, there we simulate um, the complete production process, um, give the customer an instant quote and then he can just order um, his customized parts uh, with an ease of use as if he would buy shoes from Zalando. Um, this is something that is that is quite unique in, 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 in this industry um, and especially unique because we are completely asset light. Um, we're working with uh, suppliers all over Germany and Austria and try to perfectly match each customer order with the most suitable supplier of producing these parts. And there we optimize um, mostly on quality issues um, we optimize on on the distance between producer and customer we optimize on on delivery time etc um, with the goal that in the end we take over the complete supplier management um, from our customers and do it in a digital way that's very cool. So Handelsblatt named it the, the Flixbus of the Blechindustrie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Flixbus exactly. for sheet metal. It's, it's, a really <laughs> nice, it's a really nice image because actually Flixbus is somehow doing it the same way. Um, they are also purely asset light without um, managing or managing their own. Well, of course, they, they manage the fleet, but they don't have the fleet themselves. And it's the same um, in, in our case. Um, we have more than 250 machines attached to our platform, but of course, we don't own any of these. Nice. And uh, yeah, so looking into several industrial companies, um, yeah, I've seen that mostly the competition is not other startups, but it's mainly the status quo. So you already touched upon that when you were elaborating on the founding journey of LaserHub. But what is the status quo of the industry? So how are customers at the moment ordering their sheet metal parts? I would say in 90% in, in of the cases, it's really the process I've just described is a process being stuck in the 90s. Um, so it's, it's kind of requests sent to the customer by email, sometimes even still faxes are sent around. Um, and then you have this process of calls going back and forth um, um, asking asking for some technical clarifications, etc. 
And, um, and in several cases, especially the, the bigger companies, um, kind of companies that use SAP, of course, they, they put uh, this procurement to another level. But this often means that they only optimized um, the processes on their side. So in the end, what happens quite often is out of SAP, um, there are automatically emails, non-standardized emails sent out to, <laughs> to, to producers um, all over. And, and and this is just yeah the point where where we have to say um, yeah we got we got stuck somehow yeah okay gotcha um, and uh, could we maybe talk a little about the two sides of the marketplace so let's start with the customers first so who are these exactly is it small businesses that large corporates and how do they find you actually well in total um, metal parts are used kind of in every industrial contexts so from from buildings to vehicles to machine tools you find you find metal parts everywhere and this also reflects our our customer base um, we have them in in all the different industry on the one hand side on the other hand side also in a in a very different context in terms of size so on the one hand side we have customers that have kind of really small businesses, two to five people only. But on the other hand side, some of the biggest German corporates are also customers of our platform. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very heterogeneous um, customer field we serve, which may, makes it quite challenging. So how are we gonna find them? Um, so definitely we had to respond um, in terms of our marketing activities um, to this different nature of customers. So basically we employ three different channels. So firstly, it's online marketing, uh, ranging from, from Google ads to also um, social media. Um, I was, for example, surprised how much is going on even in Instagram um, in uh, I, B2B context. And by the way, that's a yeah. very strong following recommendation. Please follow LaserHub on Instagram for some sheet metal content. It's amazing. Also the engagement and the number of followers. I love it. But please continue. Yeah, um, it's also I, it's an interesting point. I, I, I also would not have thought originally that our customer group is Instagram. It's uh, active on Instagram, but, but definitely they are. So um, a second channel is we do a lot of public relations, um, give interviews in specialized um, magazines, etc. And the third one is um, we are uh, highly active on trade fairs. So traditional trade fairs um, all, over, all over the country um, where buyers and sellers meet. Um, and and uh, I think the startup scene would be... <laughs> looking um, <laughs> a bit surprised by this, um, but trade fairs do play a very, very important role in an industrial context. Um, one should not forget about that. And, um, and we find customers there that do not have this active need at the moment, but who get very surprised um, when they see our solution. And then you engage in a discussion um, how we could help them. And this is very valuable. Nice. Very cool. I'd love to join one, actually. <laughs> um, and now that you've managed to, to find these customers, and especially on Google and so on, so they, I mean, all of them have existing relationships to suppliers. So the business doesn't stop. They get their sheet, part, sheet metal parts from somewhere. Um, so, and also when we invested, obviously, we were looking at our customers actually coming back, and I think they do so tremendously. So what actually makes them coming back and not, and not rely on their old suppliers anymore, but switching their sheet metal supply to LaserHub? 
Yeah, I would say what what makes them coming back is 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 pretty simple actually. They overall they're satisfied with the performance we deliver, and this is performance in terms of the ease of use of our digital channel on the one hand side, but on the other hand side also the quality we deliver in the end quality in terms of the quality of the parts and in terms of the co the supply chain management so delivering delivering parts in time um for example and yeah. and this leads to um i would say the the biggest challenges for us um i mean on the one hand side kind of we are a pure tech company um focusing on the digital front end but on the other hand side we do have to get hardware right in the end um we do have to ship a product um in a in a a, a well fabricated product in a healthy way and um and yeah that's a challenge um but but apparently our customers uh, do do like the way we performed so far yeah sometimes it's so easy just do a good job and customers yeah. keep coming back um that's good um should we talk a little about the the supply side of the marketplace which you eventually are so who are these suppliers you mentioned 4000 sheet metal producers are there in germany what kind of companies do i have to imagine when i think of these well, in total, the supply side um, is uh, is pretty fragmented in the sense there are no really large players completely um, uh, dominating the market. Um, so typically, these are businesses ranging from, I would say, 20 to uh, approximately 70 people, um, and they are scattered all over the country. And, and our challenge here is um, to identify the best. Um, so basically, I would say we set up a, a, a recruiting process um, with different interview yeah. steps. Um, we travel there, audit them. Then there is something like an operation period. Um, we do test parts, etc. And um, and the goal is to really only work with the Champions League um, because having good suppliers really mm -hmm. facilitates our lives on the other hand side. Nice, nice. And I mean, for them, like. I will, I, maybe just a quick disclaimer, I was visiting two of your suppliers and uh, I found the pitch of LaserHub is just so extremely easy for them. Why, why should they work with LaserHub? Yeah, the least that LaserHub brings them is more business. That's, uh, so you just try it out and see how much goes, how much, how much traffic there comes through LaserHub. Um, so that, I think that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good pitch uh, also for the, for the supply side. Yeah, um, let, let me add one thing to that. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. we bring business to them. Um, but additionally, we we bring value to them. Value in terms of um, the orders they get from us. Um, they fit their typical core competency in a very good way. So they have less cost involved on the one hand side. On the other hand side, um, we help them increase their um, productivity levels on the shop floor so they can can tell us when they want to have more orders or less orders so we are a very so to speak friendly customer <laughs> because even if they turn us down say because they have too much work we wouldn't care we just tell them okay then then tell us uh, once once uh, you have free capacity again nice and these suppliers are all in Germany at the moment? In Germany and Austria. In Germany and Austria, yes. Yeah. And uh, wouldn't it make sense, also given that cost obviously is an issue, uh, to have also suppliers in lower cost countries like Eastern Europe or in China? What do you think about that? 
Well, I think that's the typical question that has to be asked from the investor side. Um, <laughs> I ask that already, so um, you hear that yeah, from me often. We hear it very, very often. Um, so w wouldn't it make sense to source from, from a lower cost um, basis? Um, and we, we do not see that point, um, at least for the material we produce. The, the, the reason is in a B2B context, um, reliability is very important and highly fast reaction times if things go wrong. And, and therefore, um, it is very valuable to have a functioning supply side that is more or less next door. What I have to add in this context is that the part of labor cost in the parts we ship is not that high, mm. and logistics cost is relatively high, um, meaning that of course we have to think of um, lower cost sourcing opportunities the way the moment we move into parts where there's a huge um, part of labor cost involved and kind of the value of the, the final part is smaller relative to logistics costs. But that will definitely come at a later point in time. Um, at the moment, kind of with the parts we ship, um, we think it does not make any sense to source from faraway countries. Yes, and it took us a while, but we also finally understood that. Um, so thank you very much. Um, and uh, we keep talking about sheet metal, but there's like tons of ways of how you can produce parts. So it's not only sheet metal, cutting, bending, deburring, and so on, but there's like tons of other stuff. Uh, and there were classes, so the smart people at university, they took these classes, I didn't, um, about like the specific methods of manufacturing and how to how to use every one of them. So. Obviously, you're coming from the industry, you're coming from Trumpf, um, but what is it that makes sheet metal so interesting for you as a yeah, initial focus? Well, in a, the short answer <laughs> would be because we just love this material. <laughs> um, the longer answer is um, it's, it's actually the material we, we un understand most profoundly. And I think it's very important, again, in a B2B context to really know what you are doing. Um, so it was for us, it was kind of the natural way to start with sheet metal, um, because there it was clear for us that we could, could really um, deliver to the customer what we promised just out of the, the knowledge we had. Um, but of course, the story does not end there. Um, yes. Of course, um, we see LaserHub um, as a as a platform for 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 metals in total, and of course, at the moment, we are looking um, really in detail uh, what would be the next technologies that we add to to the platform. So exciting things ahead! Not only sheet metal content on Instagram, but also more methods to come. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Good. Good. And um, yes, uh, you've always obviously been working also with Project A now since a little more than half a year um, since we invested. Um, and yeah, uh, you've also been working with the operational part, not only with, uh, with the investment part, um, which is probably much more enjoyable than working with me and Uwe. Uwe. Um, but uh, what have we been working with you so far? And yeah, did we actually help? Well, honestly speaking, I do enjoy working with you. And, um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it, it, we got really valuable input from your side also. Um, but, but I think from a strategic part, I would say um, 
don't get me wrong, but also <laughs> the uh, the advice we would would have uh, gotten from other investors would have also been good. I think. I agree. Um, <laughs> what what I think what sets Project A apart is really um, the operational support that that uh, Project A can 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 bring. And I would not call it really operational. I see it more on the tactical level. Um, I think on the strategic level, I mean, doing what to do um, and discussing what to do is is fairly easy. Um, the, the the problem is really making it making it happen in the end. Mm -hmm. And um, and their project A has a, a, a huge manpower of of knowledgeable people that that can support um, startups in putting that into place and if i just look back on what we did um really simple things like uh, what what is the best way to equip um our new office um from an from an it perspective um to kind of going in in detail into conversion rate optimization online marketing etc there we got really valuable input and and not only input, um, but also we were kind of able to um, to translate it to really things that are now actionable, and and that helped a lot. Very cool, thank you. We keep telling that to people, and it's good to hear it also from the people who worked with us. Um, so so that's obviously good to hear, and looking forward to to collaborating further. Um, you're based here in Stuttgart, the industrial heartlands, um, and here you obviously in the war for talent you have. A lot of competition, both especially on the engineering side with uh, Trumpf, your former employer, being not too far away, uh, with Daimler, with Porsche, with like all the all the automotives. Um, so the war for talent is on and people after graduating from university could go there and earn a decent salary, clock out at 4.30 p.m. And uh, but they could also work for you for LaserHub. So how does Stuttgart as a yeah startup hub work out for you so far? Pretty good, actually. Um, pretty good. Um, firstly, I think, um, well, being being a startup in an industrial context, is it does make sense um, to sit in an area where there's a lot of industry around. Um, on the other hand side, in terms of talent, yes, it, this mm -hmm. is an issue. Um, it's, it's an issue to compete with uh, big brand names like Porsche, etc. But on the other hand side, the big advantage is... Um, the people that apply for working with us and the people we hire in the end, um, well, they consciously decided not <laughs> to go for Daimler, Porsche, etc. So I feel like their level of ambition, passion um, for working in the startup is just tremendously high. And and so just kind of looking at, at, at the team we have built so far, um, looking at at the culture of really making something change, um, I I think this um, there there's there's some spark you feel uh, in 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 the culture, and it's not like just yeah we have just chosen to work for another startup. It's really like yeah we we went went there working for Laserhub um, because we want to participate in 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 a thing that's maybe a bit bigger than the typical corporate career. Cool, and uh, I agree. You can really feel the spark also in the in the office um, with sheet metal parts everywhere. It's amazing. Um, 
Let's uh, let's maybe go to to a bit of a, a broader scope. Um, so there has been quite some talks around uh, an, an upcoming recession. Economic indicators have turned negative. So maybe first for you, how does this actually affect your business? But what's also your your general view on on the industrial context? Well, my my general view is that, of course, the situation is now different than it was about one year ago. Um, we hear from many sides that they are not yet in a recession, but kind of the economic level went back to normal or a bit <laughs> lower than normal. Um, we ourselves, we did not feel the recession so far or any kind of, of, of economic slowdown. And I, I feel like if we would feel it, we would do something wrong. Um, so actually, we are operating in a huge industry. And well, in terms of size, the sales, we are still small in, in, in size. So actually, I mean, even if the industry contracted a little bit, it should not harm our sales in total. Um, but maybe one, one, one interesting story um, one of our largest customers last year, um, who was also producing metal parts, um, came to us beginning of the year and was asking if he could not become a supplier of ours because his, his business totally, totally shifted in the opposite direction. And yeah, so we agreed to that and he was a supplier of ours for some month and, and now just kind of in July, August, it changed again and he's, um, he has become again a, a customer of LaserHub. Um, and, and this to a certain extent, yeah, it, it, it shows kind of the, the, the benefit we can bring um, to, to suppliers and customers kind of working both directions. And yeah, so we're pretty relaxed actually concerning the the, the um, economic scenario. Um, but of course, I mean, if everybody's saying it's booming, it's also not too bad. <laughs> okay, of course, of course. And uh, since numbers are looking good, it uh, doesn't matter too much. Um, so for you, um, be, having worked in machinery companies, um, we seem like for me as an investor, we see more and more startups actually coming up in the industrial context. So what is actually that you find exciting besides obviously being the platform for the sheet metal industry? Well, what is really exciting is that you can you can bring value to the customers um, in a in a very good way. We get a lot of feedback from customers telling us. Um, I know since 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 I've been working with LaserHub, my business um, it, it got better um, because I got parts in time, etc., things like that. Um, and and this is I would say more fulfilling than kind of just being the tenth. Um, copycat in 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 some business that have has already been um been tackled in a in in a in a good way um so so i i would say um if if there are ideas around catering um to the industrial context also catering to small and medium businesses um there's really a lot of value that can be um can be taken from that and also can be brought to that industry especially mm -hmm. And where do you see other opportunities besides LaserHub? Um, well, we, we've just been to the Blech Expo, um, which is um, the, the largest um, trade fair for uh, sheet metal production. So a really huge fair um, 
here in Stuttgart. And, and it's quite interesting to see kind of 95% of, of uh, the companies that are present there are into hardware or software directly related to this, um, to this machine tools. And just kind of looking at this from a bit of a broader context and seeing what opportunities there are if you don't just look at the machine but look at look mm -hmm. at the complete shop floor or as we do look at the interaction between customers and suppliers um, i think in this context there's a lot to improve yeah. and 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 i'm a bit i'm feeling bad being at such a an exposition, um, which is, as I said, one, one of the largest for our industry and feeling, feeling a bit lonely being a startup. <laughs> so um, please, if you have some ideas, please go ahead and, and, and do something. Yes, uh, leave, the, leave the big corporations and uh, found your own startup. And well, that's obviously, that's a very cool advice, actually. So moving beyond the actual machine and think about what more to improve than, than just uh, the running machine, which is running at the moment already pretty well. Um, cool. So what's your main advice actually to founders in the space? I'd say keep focus. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's, it's not easy to cater to B2B, um, to identifying the right segments, to identify um, really the right, the right product where you, where you find product market fit. And do not underestimate the complexities that come with your product. Um, I think the fact that we purely focused on what we understood in detail, or which is in this context sheet metal parts, um, really helped us in getting up to speed on the one hand side, but also delivering um, a really good product to our customers. And um, I see many founders that somehow get get lost because um, very quickly if you do something right um, the customers want want more and other things from you and it's 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 hard to turn them down it's hard to say no um, but if you don't say no no you will you will quickly drown mm -hmm. and and just looking back um, I would say saying no in a friendly way is a really good way to to proceed <laughs> that's very good advice <laughs> that's also part of my job we also have to say no every day in a friendly way but uh, thank you very much adrian for for being our guest on the project a podcast uh, thank you very much for listening uh, everyone who did and uh, yes speak to you next time and please uh, look into sheet metal and into laser hub not only on instagram but everywhere where they are they're everywhere also at blech expo perfect thank you very much we hope you enjoyed our podcast if you did how about you subscribe on spotify and or itunes and give us a rating